Hey, golf fans, ESPN Plus is the exclusive home of PGA Tour Live, the only way to stream the PGA Tour all season long. ESPN Plus offers four unique feeds so you can watch the golf how you like, stream the main feed, a TV-style broadcast showing you the best shots on the course, or follow every single shot from Rory, Rom, and all your favorite players with the featured groups feed. Want to spend all day watching the world's best take on the famous 17th at Sawgrass? The featured holes feed is for you. Stream over 35 tournaments every year from the Waste Management Phoenix Open to the players to the FedEx Cup playoffs. It's all on ESPN+. Plus. Sign up now at ESPNplus.com slash golf. Love the, uh, the Tiger picture in the background. I've got a... I've got one myself as well. What nice. is that one? Is that 2019? No, it's a uh, 2008 Tory. Okay. It's actually bigger than it looks. It's, it's huge. I, I like took it. I stole it from our old office and um, I don't know how I fit it in my, my small car at the time. And I put it up by myself because I didn't want my wife to see it. Welcome back to The Loop. I'm Alex Myers, as always joined by Steve Hennessy, Christopher Powers. Happy New Year to everyone. And actually, uh, we're going back to our roots a little this week. We're going to really dive in to the gambling a little more. It's, it is uh, obviously the PJ Tour returns this week with the TOC, uh, the Century TOC out in Kapalua. Um, and we've got the newest member of Golf Digest betting panel. We've had him on the show before. You know him. Andy Lack. Andy, thank you for joining us today. How are you doing? I, I And you were just telling us that you almost died yesterday in a, a rare rainstorm <laughs> in the desert, but uh, it looks like you're okay now. Uh, gentlemen, it's an honor. I can't imagine who canceled, whether it was Jack Nicholas, Charles Barkley, <laughs> Stephen Curry, someone of that nature, but uh, it's always fun to get the call up for you guys. And uh, I'm excited to kick off the season with you guys. This event should be fun. It's great. You always know your place that, uh, and, and, and so to be honest, we tried to get the real Scott Stallings didn't hear back from him. So we got the other Scott Stallings who got the, uh, the master's invite by accident. Uh, but we said, you know what, let's beef up the show a little, Let, let's call our good friend Andy in, you know, I get to wear my wake hat to remind you that yeah, go Duke. Duke. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually sad. Coach K is gone almost because it's like, no one even cares now that we beat Duke. That's true. Uh, but I kind uh, of, I kind of agree. It has weird. lost a little just, bit of the luster. It's yeah. Just weird. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, it's great to have you on. Um, congrats on, on officially becoming part of the, the panel uh, for us. Obviously you are already, you were a contributor and everything else, but uh, let's dive into uh, the, the uh, century tournament of champions guys. Andy, I'll give you the first word here. Um, a, how excited are you to to have the tour back? I know we had a little bit of a silly season, a little tiger season there in December, but uh, we get uh, the real stuff starts uh, this week. I'm pumped. I've always contended that Kapalua is a pretty fun golf course. I'm a big core and Crenshaw guy, and this is the only time that we get to see a Bill core and Crenshaw course on the PGA tour, because God forbid we have these guys tackle some interesting architecture when you could go to the FAS and a TPC course every week. <laughs> but I think Kapalua falls into the rare bucket of a birdie fest that I don't mind, right? Like I feel like some of the birdie fests that we get at TPC Craig Ranch and stuff like that can feel a little bit dull. 
But this is one of those where, yeah, it's okay that they shoot 30 under par, but you're still going to get to see some really interesting golf shots. This golf course is on an incredible piece of land. There's not really a flat lie on the golf course. There's tons of elevation changes, a lot of fun holes, a lot of downhill tee shots where you're going to get to see guys hit 380 yard drive. So it falls into that like very rare category. Usually I get pissed off when somebody wins at like 25, 26 under. This is the one week where I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah. Last year was so much fun with uh, Cam Smith and Rom oh. Berger. Yeah. I mean, they Matt Jones, Matt Jones, Matt Jones, Matt Jones, who the guy, the guy shoots 32 under last year and, and he can't even get a spot on Punch's top four. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, wasn't that, wasn't the 32 under the, the 72 hole record and he, yep. and yet he gets smoked by Cam didn't Smith even or... sniff the playoff. Yeah. yeah. 34 under. I just saw today. I know there's an extra par five there, right? Steve, it's a par 73, but Correct. it's still. Right. Cam Smith was 17 under on the par fives alone last year during his record-breaking uh, performance, which obviously foreshadowed huge things for Cam Smith ahead. You know, he ends up winning the Open. He wins the players. Um, we know he went to live. He dominated there as well. But goes back to Australia, wins there. I mean, it really was kind of the year of Cam, Cam Smith. It was just kind of split up over, over different things. So this, this tournament can provide a springboard for some of these guys. Um, Steve, I mean, yeah, what 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 about the plantation course uh, changes how you, you know, attack this week? I mean, it's interesting. It's an interesting way to start the year because, I mean, first of all, these fairways are so wide. I think they're the widest they'll play on tour. Oh, yeah. 59 um, yards wide. Yeah, insane. Mm, insane. So I, I think can... the driving accuracy like percentage is like 80%. Yeah, CP would actually... <laughs> Play decent here. Uh, the green, same thing with the greens, super, uh, super big. So, um, and they're undulating too. So, you know, you'll see some three putts here. I'm with Andy, really interesting. Um, and I think you see a lot of like course history stuff year over year. I think that's worth looking at. You also see a lot of Augusta correlation too. guys who have either won or had a top five of the masters, um, which goes back to my, my pick this week. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's, I think the year starts at Kapalua. A lot of people say, Oh, the year starts at Tory. The year starts at Pebble. I mean, you get to watch golf in Hawaii, Mark Rolfing, you know, it's, it's electric. It's the best. I think we've seen a shift. I think we talked about this last year, like, and, and now obviously it's one of the designated elevated events. So you have 17 yep. top 20 there, but like there was a while where people stopped coming. That's to true. Kapalua. And, and a lot of it was, well, Tiger was winning five or six tournaments a year and he wasn't coming or maybe Phil wasn't coming either. But now like these younger guys who win, like they, they, they want to come. And now that it's an elevated event, they're coming too. So I agree. I mean, this is, this feels like a legit season opener. I know it's not technically the season opener, but it's the, the calendar open Um CP, uh, what are your thoughts uh, coming into this week uh, with, with some of those guys? First of all, I mean, Rom is the favorite plus 650 Scheffler coming off his player of the year campaign nine to one Xander. We know his incredible record here. He's 10 to one Cantley also 10 to one. And then Justin Thomas, Mr. Hawaii. Well, Mr. Hawaii jr. Not counting uh, Mark Rolfing. He's 11 to one uh, CP. What about any of those guys? And, and what are your thoughts coming in this week? Very excited. You mentioned the, the elevated events. I believe it's double the, uh, the payout, at least for first place. I believe it's 2.7 million last year. So maybe, 
the lid fans will actually uh there'll be some interest in this this event little crossover interest so um i'm gonna roll a single bullet i don't like to gorge myself on this event only 30 something guys i'm just gonna go xander andy's boy he'll be happy about that 10 to 1 um obviously really good history here first second fifth and 12th um after his debut here which was like a 22nd debutants don't really do that well here but uh he's found his footing at kapalua over the years i'm rolling uh with xander and he's cooking Andy knows this for sure his last 11 events i know he hasn't played since october but two wins and eight finishes of 18th or better in his last 11 starts so um tough to find a hotter guy even though he hasn't played in a while um he should be comfortable i'm sticking with just uh just xander this week could you pulling out the stats <laughs> back to C- our roots meyer said it sneaky <laughs> does some research roots. cp yeah. you wouldn't expect him to but it does well we had a little extra time to prepare for this one right? yeah, yeah. A couple weeks off so uh we knew who this field was going to be in advance uh yeah but no, it's great. It's great to hear the stats. Great to hear a little more gambling <laughs> chatter. Uh, Andy, yeah, what what uh, what's your card looking like this week? Uh, I think it's JT's time, guys. I mean, mm-hmm. I you know it's a pretty easy case to make for him, given the fact that he's won this tournament twice already. But I always like JT on courses where there's a lot of room to operate off the tee, and the emphasis falls on the second shot, right? I mean, you you know you typically think of like iron courses of, you know, when we get to places like Harbor town and colonial and these courses mm-hmm. with these like small greens and small targets. But in my opinion, Kapalua is a true, true second golf course in the sense that every single player in this field is hitting the fairway. Right. And what does yeah. that do? That places the emphasis on the second shot, how you score, on this course is determined by your second shot because every single person, whether you're Kevin Kisner or John Rahm, you're all hitting from the fairway, right? So JT's kind of had this interesting career arc in the last couple of years where he went from this guy who's won 14 times before the age of 27 to basically only winning twice in the last two years at two of the biggest tournaments. I think that gets turned around. I think this is a year where JT packs on a couple wins at some of the more regular uh events and so uh he is my guy this week at the toc i got him i got him 11 to 1 which i don't love but any tournament with a 39 man field you kind of just have to hold your nose and accept that the prices aren't going to be as great as a full field i like it uh man the vibes are good uh jt was my first round pick and the one fantasy draft Andy and I are doing. Um, what what right. what pick overall? So I had the fourth pick okay. with JT. I also have the fourth pick in our live draft on Saturday. In Vegas, we'll talk about that more in a little bit. Um, but anyway, feeling strong about JT. And then the vibes are good with CP because I'm also going single bullet. Um, some weight on Xander uh, for, for all the reasons you said. So Wait. that basically means Xander has no chance because – I mean, CP and I betting the same guy. I, I feel like that's happened once, CP, that we've hit. Maybe Zalatoris. Maybe. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how that's going to go for us, but it, it just makes all the sense in the world. So. CP looks so skeptical right now. <laughs> He's not feeling nearly as good about this. It's like having a, a certain someone uh, uh, picking your guy on a particular week. 
when Stevie Squares jumps on board. So not great. <laughs> uh, I can't wait, by the way, for, you know, there's going to be, you know, we always saw for years the WGC stats, like who had the most wins and it was Tiger. And then obviously Dustin Johnson. Now it's going to be like the elevated events. Who has the best? E, e stats. Yeah. yeah. E stats. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm looking forward to that. Steve, tell us about this uh, Vegas trip, live draft, everything else. It sounds, uh, sounds pretty exciting. Well, um, Andy and I were lucky enough to be invited by our, our friend, all of our friend, Rick Gaiman, um, who is organizing just an endeavor around fantasy golf in general this year, which I think is really cool. Um, kind of the same model as fantasy football. So you do a draft and matchups each week. You have a team of like 12 guys and you pick a roster of six each week, starting sits, uh, waivers, et cetera. So um, Andy and I are in this league with, I mean, a pretty incredible lineup of people. Our guy, Joe Idoni, um, Jason Sobel from Action Network, uh, Scott Blumenthal, who won the world series of poker. Um, so, you know, million wow. dollar, million dollar guy in our league. So we're doing the draft Saturday. Um, I have a big board that I've been working on. Um, kudos to Andy, kudos to Rick over at rickrungood.com. They've been cranking out the rankings over the past couple of weeks. So I've been listening to their shows on YouTube, their podcasts, reading all their shit. Um, and then Pat Mayo, his buddies, they all did a draft. So kind of combining all that and then, you know, doing my own research. Um, yeah. So we're going to draft Saturday. It's a pretty big entry fee. Um, yeah. I need wife, wife approval for this thousand yeah. dollar <laughs> I mean, entry fee. That's Whoa. big for me. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Pretty wow. big. So oh, wow. yeah, I better place in this league or else uh, there's going to be Ooh. some tears. What is that? Half the price of how much it's going to cost to play our round of golf on Sunday. Well, that's a good point. Then we're playing <laughs> shadow Creek on Sunday, which Cost a thousand dollars, so it's going to be an expensive weekend out in Vegas. Wow! Not to mention the flights and everything else. I mean, just getting to Vegas is uh, its own. Yeah. We're going to yeah. win it back on football, though, on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. Well, I'm hey, go. You, you've been red hot this year. What's been your uh, explanation for? And uh, tell everybody what your record is. What are you batting like almost seventy percent or something? Yeah, over over a two year sample size, I've hit almost sixty seven percent of my hmm. NFL bets against the spread, which okay. is not sustainable. I really don't know how it keeps happening. But no, like it's interesting because. I make way more money betting on football than I do on golf. And I spend what 20 times the amount of time spent researching golf that I do on football. But right. for football, for me, it's, I'm just, I'm really good at um, like getting closing line value and figuring out which way the market is moving. And um, it's a lot of like spots and schedule betting, like with golf, I'm super analytical, but when it comes to football, um, it's all about like value and like learning to understand like, okay, what team is coming off a poor performance right now? What team's coming off a good performance? Am I buying this team at their market high? Am I buying this team at their market low? So it's like a, it's a completely different strategy than the way I bet golf. And maybe I should take a page out of it to, to bet golf because I, I did not have a great fall swing by any means, but yeah, the football has been kind of a, a dream. Well, yeah. minus, minus our Cincy, uh, New England. That was not good. Yeah. That was not good. We had a <laughs> chance a... there at the end. Like I don't, yeah, I'm did. not, I'm not totally ready to say that New England was 
completely the wrong side, but yeah, that was uh that was That's a rare fair. mess. I was the one who came to you, Andy. So, you know, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, not on you at all. You're very rarely wrong. Just that. And I think uh, we played over the summer. You were saying some, some not so nice things about our boy, Daniel Jones. Oh, the New York giants. If I recall, right, Andy. Oh yeah. He I mean, was the I, only one. He was the only are one. We, are we ready to have this? Like, do you guys we don't have three minutes? Oh yeah, we only have three minutes. <laughs> okay, okay. That's okay. why we I can waited have this to conversation say this at another time. That's okay. another podcast. Well, another podcast. To be, to be fair to you, Andy, Steve just was won over by Daniel Jones this past week. Um, so it's mm. taken a long time for many people to get on board Danny Jones train, but uh, he'll 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 jump right off. He'll jump. Oh, the first. I am. I want it on the record right now that I am not on board. On that <laughs> I know, which I whatsoever. appreciate, Andy. I appreciate you sticking to your guns on that one and not bandwagoning bandwagoning it up on uh, on the DJ train. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm more so placating you guys. I I really don't believe in Daniel Jones long term. So I just don't. I mean, if you watch him play, I just don't get what what. The, <laughs> I don't know what everybody <laughs> has to see. Like you're throwing five yard dump off. Like he's got Hodgins yeah. as like the top pickup yeah. over yeah. Chase Claypool and uh, Jerry yeah. Judy. You know, over the last few weeks, but um, rush for he's run for seven hundred yards. Yeah. yeah, the coaching yeah. staff has done oh. an amazing job. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just a, yeah. What? Almost like it matters. Part of being Coach a quarterback. Matters. I mean, that's part yes, of it. Like, it does. You got guys have no chance in certain spots and guys, and he had no oh. chance the last few years. He finally Correct. has a chance and he does have a chance. He has some He's weapons doing great. Have more of a chance. Yeah. Well, yeah. last question. Cause I know we're about to run out of time, but I've talked to CP about this, but I want Alex's take. Like, do you, do you think you can win a Super Bowl with Daniel yep. Jones as your quarterback? A hundred percent. Unequivocally. We've been in the camp that he's number 10 through 15, somewhere in that range. And if you have a guy 10 through 15, with the right pieces around it, you hundred percent could win with yeah. the right pieces around it. Right. Well, uh, that's you, you it's football. It's a team game, man. It's, a, I know that's what I'm saying for guys. I mean, like you care 53 guys, you can't, you can't, you know, it's, it's not basketball. You don't need, you know, you can't just have Luka Doncic going for 50 every night. You got to have a whole you need the, the good roster. Right? Daniel Jones could hundred percent win a Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. Okay. La last question. Brock Purdy's going to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Brock Purdy's probably going to win. Yeah. Do you think he is going to get re-signed to a pretty big extension yes. this offseason? I don't know how they can't do it. Yeah. He's done everything they asked him to do. They're finally letting him throw a little more these last couple games, and, and the numbers are going up. Uh, it depends how, how much money he asked for. If it's like $35 million, they can't do that. If it's like 25 sure. I know, but like if Kirk Cousins gets $40 million a year, Daniel Jones is as good as Kirk Cousins. If yeah. you, if you that means it's Jones, just a... Justin Jefferson, he'd be just as good as him. Oh I'm, my god! I, I'm telling you. That okay, we need, to, we need I, to have another podcast we about do. this we'll at some point, we'll or just or... Wait, wait, wait. we have like ten more minutes because Stallings could do three. Oh, oh nice, perfect. Okay, well, <laughs> I thought we talked about golf though. Yeah, we probably should get back to talking about golf, but. I as really much as people care about the New York Giants. Very good. And it's just been fun to see a lot of, like CP said, a lot of people are now scrambling to jump on the bandwagon. And again, none of us said he's like a Pro Bowl guy or all pro. People thought he shouldn't be in the league <laughs> just at the beginning of this year. I mean, watch him play one series. He's a good player. It's a, It doesn't take a you know much of an eye to see that. So go down. Apparently David. it does. Apparently, Apparently it does. It does. <laughs> people are biased. Well, they see Duke football, which admittedly QBU. All, I'm ready to call it QBU. Yeah. Well, yeah. We all <laughs> look. We all didn't expect much from a Duke 
QB. I mean, we already had one who sucked. Um, I forgot his name even, that bum. When I Dave first Brown. Oh, I, I know who you're talking about. Dave Brown. What was when that guy's name? The Giants. He Dave sucked. Brown. He was, was the it worst. Dave Brown? Yeah. Oh, man. But um, I was Kerry Collins era. I don't, I don't remember Dave Brown. Yeah, Dave Brown was when I first got into the Giants. and he Real was fan. Dave. In the nineties, absolutely brutal. Oh, Kent Graham was my first foray yeah. into the. Yeah, well, Kent Graham kind of like took over for Britain. They were kind of yeah. back and forth yeah. for a little Danny bit. Danny Cannell, right? Oh, oh I love Danny Cannell from FSU. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, all right, anyway, go Daniel Jones. All right, Andy. While we have you, then for a few more minutes, mm-hmm. let's talk about some. Uh, do you have any sort of future bets? Because we're all we're we're going to forecast ahead. These Ooh. guys did a nine uh their favorite uh bets i want to grill them on that in a little bit but i want to get any thoughts from you on anything that you've done or you plan on doing for the future or what you you see happening this year okay so like we're talking like majors and stuff like that right are we talking bats or predictions because Um, either i either either, yeah because i don't know if you guys have noticed this but i have i feel like the golf futures market is kind of dead i don't know yeah they price like 30 guys yeah. below 50 to one and they're I, on I, to us. it's a joke yeah, they're, they're, they're totally on to us and yeah. i have a hard time i mean listen there's probably going to be one or two guys come tournament week that have better odds than you know they would tournament week like what scotty scheffler was probably around 50 to one this time of year yeah before he went and camp smith too camp smith but it's it's literally one guy but you can usually get a much better number waiting until tournament week so Mm -hmm. i have not placed any uh majors futures uh at, at this moment but i do um I do have some picks. I mean, I'm I'm super super excited for these venues. Um, have you guys? What's kind of your take on on the venues this year? Have you guys gotten a chance to Steve? I'm sure you have. You have. Do you have any hot takes on um, the new Liverpool hole? The new Liverpool hole? No, I'm I'm not familiar with it. Oh my gosh, you haven't seen this? You guys, I'm you not. guys did a feature on this, by the way. <laughs> I to let you know. He says there's there's a too much content. Article, Andy. There's a written article in Golf Digest about Liverpool's new 17th hole. It's like this tiny little 130 yard par three where there's like a drop off. It kind of almost. Do you guys remember 11 at the Country Club last yes, year? Yes, of yes, yes, yes. So it's it's a lot like that where it's kind of like if you don't hit the green, it's a really really tough up and down. But they essentially created this brand new 17th hole at Liverpool, and they've moved like a ton of tees back and stuff like that. And um, it's a it's gonna look very different. And my biggest pet peeve every time I listen to a season preview show that says, Hey, did you guys remember that Jason Duffner wanted Oak Hill in 2013? <laughs> kind of a short and plotters course. I die a little bit inside because it, this course looks absolutely nothing, nothing like it did in 2013. Yeah. They removed maybe 250 trees and uh, have a couple of new holes and it's a lot longer. So longer. Yeah, so I'm super, super psyched for the majors this year. I was kind, of, I kind of wanted to ask you if you guys have any like big, big takes around the majors this year. Yeah, I mean, I like Fina at the Masters. I have a fifty to one ticket from. Love, love that. I yeah. love that, Steve. 
Yeah. I think he's ready for, you know, the the glow up, the the tone glow up this year. But what about this new swing that we're seeing today? I know. I don't oh, really yeah. like that. Oh, weird. Gets really flat, huh? Yeah. Gank Hopefully it's just a, a bad angle. It yeah, happens when you come back from some time off. It happens That's to everyone. True. Yeah. That's true. Too much time off, you start tinkering <laughs> around. But Andy, I mean, you've gotten a chance to play the new Oak Hill. My impression, at least, is that like like you said, you got to be super long, but also the the shaved off areas around the greens, like yeah. that looks really tough. It looks like you need a, a big short game. So I was thinking Rom, you like Rom at Oak Hill? I do. Well, I'm a huge, I, I mean, I'd step in front of moving traffic for Rory. I I, I love the guy <laughs> so much. Um, I, I'm rooting for him with all of my heart. And he is a, uh, he's an honorary member at Oak Hill. His right. wife is from Rochester. He actually spends a fair amount of time there. Uh, from what I've heard from one of the members. So Rory is probably my pick at Oak Hill as it yep. stands now. But I mean, that's the player profile we're looking for, Steve. Mm-hmm. Like Rom has that very similar profile to Rory yeah. where they're both top three drivers of the ball in the world. One thing I will say, I did have the opportunity. Um, the guy hosting me thought I was insane but I said, I'm going to spend the next couple of months breaking down this course. So I actually want to play from all the way back just to see what it's like and to see kind of the sight lines of what these guys are going to tackle. And there are bunkers pretty much on like every hole from like 275 to 330. Um, And I was in bunkers all day on (laughs) closer to the 275 side than the 330 side. But I think that if you have like a big carry distance, which is a Rory or a Rom, I think that is going to serve you incredibly, incredibly well. Because remember, you know, we're going to Rochester in in May, right? Yeah. You know, they they sometimes get snow that it time of year. So it, yeah. it's going to be, be cold. Yeah, it's going to be really, really cold. It's going to be you know, soft and, and whereas LACC is going to be totally baked out. So I think it's going to be a, a cool dichotomy uh, of the two. CP, you liked Corey Connors at Oak Hill, right? Yeah, I'm sure Andy is against that though, <laughs> listening to what he just said. I the just, my, my only one. gripe is don't have, don't make picks based on what you saw in 2013. Yeah. That is my only gripe. If you like Corey Connors, because you like Corey Connors, then by all means, but do not do the 2013 leaderboard thing. That is my biggest pet peeve. <laughs> there you okay. go. Well, this is why we have you on, Andy. Yep. <laughs> well, that wouldn't matter. I mean, who was it? It was Duffner and uh, Furick. So Furick. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we have to worry about those guys. No. Right. But it's the profile, right? Like yeah, it's no, the, no, it's the, the short bunch. kind yeah, of plotter. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, if you're going, yeah. you know, also mix in some really good iron play and can hit it a long way. I do like Zalatoris as well. He he pounds the ball, mm-hmm. as we know. I Love think that. The carry that. distance thing you just mentioned, Um, he has that. That's 28 to one. I know he's, you know, we don't know about his back yet. It's a good he's number. just coming back, but I would imagine this guy's going to win again between now and May if he's at full health. So I think it's 28 to one was what we gave out in the, in the futures post. Mm-hmm. If he wins yeah. between now and then I, I would imagine he's in the twenties, you know, low twenties, possibly, possibly the teens. Um, knowing no, how, that's, that's a knowing good how much the CP. community loves to, to bet on him. Yeah. That feels like the only number that it feels like there's a very good chance that that number's lower come tournament week. Yeah. 
I what like 28 on Zalator. What about yeah. the live guys, Andy? Like, you know, DJ's at 28 to one right now. What if he wins a couple live events? You think his odds could get cut or like the odds makers aren't even paying attention to that shit? Yeah. That's the thing. Is anyone going to pay attention? Yeah. I, I really like this set of venues for DJ even more. Exactly. I mean, and, yeah, and yeah. I think you could make a pretty good argument for um, Cam Smith at LACC because it's going to have a little bit of that sand belt vibe because yep. I just, there's room to operate off the tee. And I think it's going to play really firm and fast and in the summer, but I love DJ at Oak Hill. I mean, he was, yep. uh, this is his type of golf course, right? Yeah. He's had a ton of success at places like Oakmont at places yep. like Beth page, like a lot of success on Northeastern tough, bent grass courses so yeah that's totally one to monitor if i gave you guys i want to hear each of your answers on this one if you if i gave you guys over under 0.5 major wins for all of lev are you guys taking the over or the under i'm going over over you're going over huh yeah I think Cam's I Cam Smith, it's tough for me. I think it's at least 50-50 he wins a major next year. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean he's gonna be super live at Augusta too. We yeah, know that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think I mean, Smith, I think Smith wins. I I'm and I'm i my locks are Rom and Rory are winning at least a major. So I agree. Joe and Smith, that could be all four majors right there if Rom yeah. or Rory wins two. I really think those are the the three guys that um I'm gonna get it done next year. That's I mean, this year it's watched. Waco Neiman. I'm, I'm not sleeping on Bryson either. I know. Yeah, I that number. 50, dude, Bryson dude, at Oak Hill could be a sneaky good spot. <laughs> not winning the Masters, but the other ones you can make a case for. But I think CP, you put. That's why I wanted to. You had him with the Masters. I know the odds are fit. He's never going to win the Masters. Trust me. <laughs> well, Alex, he, he his best it. finish at the Masters came the year before he bulked up, and now mm -hmm. he's yeah. back to. He slimmed down a little bit. It doesn't matter. It's in his head. He can't use those books. Although now I guess you can't use those books anywhere. He 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 cannot play that course. It's it's done. He's the robot. We'll be on the Masters too. Like I'm just not sleeping on him. I th I think. Uh, no, I think you the point. Don't sleep. On the PGA Tour. Don't just, sleep on him. Yeah, yeah. Don't it's just the majors and uh, and the live right. events. So I just wouldn't uh, do the Masters, but U.S. Open, PGA, fine. Go for it. Yeah. Those guys are going to start to get disrespected. Steve, do we have to go? I think we got to wrap. Yeah. Okay. Andy, it was a pleasure talking to you. We have to bump you, though, for Scott Stallings. Not <laughs> Scott Stallings, but the other Scott Stallings. So, anyway, it was a pleasure. We will talk soon, I'm sure. Good luck in your draft. Good luck surviving Vegas. We will catch up with you down the road, man. Gentlemen, that was an absolute pleasure. I will talk to all you guys soon. And, Steve, I'll see you in a couple of days, my friend. Yeah, dude. Sounds good. Thanks, Andy. Right. Later, Thanks, boys. We are now pleased to be joined by Scott Stallings, not the PGA Tour player, however, the recipient of a, an Augusta National invitation, uh, and his yeah. wife, Jenny, uh, who are joining us uh, a couple days after going viral on golf Twitter. So, guys, thanks so much for carving out time for us. Today. Absolutely. Sure. Glad to be here. Well, yeah, as, as people have probably seen, um, and if not, we'll give them the 22nd version. Basically, you all got an invitation in the mail that was intended for uh, Scott Stallings, PGA Tour player, uh, who was looking in the mail the past couple of weeks for that invite. <laughs> you all had it, and then you shared it on Twitter. Uh, then the other Scott Stallings shared it to everyone else. So, yeah, I'm wondering, you know, when you guys received this, um, and then when you reached out to Scott, and what his reaction has been, and what kind of 
has all transpired since. Uh, it, it's been crazy. But uh, so we bought a vacation rental property down here in St. Simon uh, mm -hmm. about in August. And it's a we had this week open. Nobody was using it. So we decided to spend New Year's down at St. Simon. So we drove down here New Year's Eve and uh, my wife goes to the door and there's a UPS package <laughs> at the door. She opens it up and I'm bringing luggage in and she yells at me. She said, we just got, you just got an invitation to go to the masters. <laughs> and I thought, well, tickets, you know, we, we I, wanted we thought tickets. They were tickets. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We looked a little further and it said, no, you've been invited to play and compete <laughs> at the masters. <laughs> so we're like, okay, well, I know who, the, who this is yeah, for. Not for us. <laughs> Wyatt showed up at our door. I have no idea other than the fact that my name is Scott Stallings, but he doesn't live here. So um, what we did find out is that back in 2014, when he did play in the masters right. the last time, he was with a management company um, that had an address at an office that is literally a block away from us. Wow. So, wow. When, so when UPS tried to deliver it, he said, oh, Scott Stallings doesn't live there. He lives over here. So they put another address through it and put it at our door. I, I think they thought Scott and Jenny Stallings bought Scott right. and Jenny Because Stallings his wife, condo. right, his, his wife is also Jennifer. Jennifer. Right. right. So if you look at the deed, I mean, it's oh Scott goodness. Stallings. Jenny Stallings. So, <laughs> so um, anyway, it was New Year's Eve. We had events planned. Um, we went out to eat. Um, the next day, it's New Year's Day. We have events planned. We just left it on the table and didn't want to do anything with it. Right. And then I decided we need to some, find some way to get it back to the Scott Stallings golfer, not the Stallings the realtor. <laughs> but um, anyway, so my wife, she um, goes on Instagram, finds him, does a direct message coming from my yeah. phone to him. I, I didn't put it on Twitter. No, we didn't do I it. We, went through Instagram. we were actually a little petrified because... We're thinking, okay, this is a huge faux pas for the Masters. Yeah. Right. Sure. right. You don't want to embarrass the Masters. Right. No, so no, we so kept it quiet and, uh, and just did it directly to him. Yeah. 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 Gave him personal information yeah. and everything else. And mm -hmm. then he responds with an emoji, ha, 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 like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> We're like, he, he doesn't believe us. So fake. <laughs> we, we took uh, pictures of the invitation, of the letter, of everything we could to send it to him to make sure that he knew this was legit. And I think we said something like, I'm not kidding. I'm not this kidding. is real. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. I'm kidding you here. And I that. gave up my phone number. I said, just call me. I want, I want to get this to you. So he calls at night, but it went to my voicemail directly because I had it on Do Not Disturb. Mm. So and, he's leaves, in and he's in Hawaii, yeah. so we got okay. a time change here. But anyway, he um, he leaves me a message saying, "Hey, this is the other Scott Stallings. Uh, thanks for getting in touch with me. I'd love to, you know, connect so we can figure out how to get the invitation." So the next morning, I wake up, I see the message, I say, "Hey, we got a call from Scott Stallings." So I tried to call him back, and it went into voicemail. And then we look. She looked on Instagram. And everything exploded. I mean, it, he posted I, our comments. Oh, okay. He posted our, you know, our direct message, mm -hmm. but redacted a few things. Right. Yeah, I had, got, I had actually gotten a, off Twitter, like, I, I think over a year ago, because yeah. I was like, I can't. This is so Smart. much. Yeah. <laughs> so it, was, it was just through Instagram. Because of what oh, was happening. Sure. We're like, okay, what is going on? So we, we op turned it back on, and it... Yeah. Just, I, I was just in shock. We were shocked. We were completely in shock. Sorry. So he finally, he reached out to us around 11 o'clock. He said, sorry, just woke up. 
and because uh, he's playing a tournament out in in, in Hawaii, mm -hmm. and uh, so we had a good conversation. His wife was on the phone. Jenny was on the phone, uh, and he told us he said he'd been waiting for it. All his friends, <laughs> yeah. golf friends, got their invitation. They're all posting it. And uh, he was checking the mail like five times a day. day. He's <laughs> like, I was running out there every day. Where's my, where's oh, my, yeah. <laughs> the letter was dated December 20th. Yeah. And so it should have gotten, they sent it EPS, should have gotten to him. But um, so he thought his wife confiscated it and was <laughs> going to give it to him as a Christmas present uh, on Christmas <laughs> Day. But <laughs> Christmas came and gone, no invitation. And then we get down here and find it. And so that just, it just, opened up the world and then he posts that and now it's a viral yeah i've never seen anything like it so so let me just ask this so if you hadn't gone to saint simon's um like when when would we have Wouldn't we? This? i know uh, our, our daughter was is coming to stay here yeah. in a couple in, in like a week. two weeks so she okay. probably would have called but, us and said you got a package and we may have told her to open it and then we wouldn't have believed her. Right. 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 <laughs> and with it being out on a doorstep for weeks, heck, who knows what it would have Yeah. And uh, we had some uh, people staying in, in the uh, condo the week before and wow. left the day that we arrived. So I don't know if it came that day or if it came sometime during the week and they just left it alone. Yeah, but you know that's where we're at that's where yeah. we're at wow so what was there any point you started working on your swing a little bit thinking maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah, I, you know i said i told i told jenny i said well, we, need, we need to go to the range kidding <laughs> the minute he saw the green and i said we've been invited to the masters he, he's like we need to go to the practice range <laughs> but, you have, but you have to think about i said you know uh, the comments that were going on social media was just crazy he said i wouldn't have I wouldn't have sent it back. I would have gone and tried, you know, because I right. had my ID. It says Scott Stallings. I, well, they're going to stop me at the gate. I have an invitation. People but, are still in shock that we actually sent it back. Uh, they're like, why? Why didn't you just make the master send him another one? I'm like, yeah. well, what are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> then I thought, God, you know, people said, man, you could have just sold that invitation. <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's true. I mean, everybody's that's got like, that's receiving the gold ticket. Go to jail, right. I'm sure. Right. <laughs> well, what, what level golfer are you? Scott, um, I would say I, you know, I hit in the nineties. Okay, yeah, all right. It, it wouldn't, it wouldn't get me on the in the uh, you know, the Masters, but what do you yeah. think you'd shoot <laughs> at Augusta in the tournament? Yeah. Oh my God! Well, you mean after he woke up, got off the ground because he's been he yeah. fainted, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> yeah, telling. Well, I think one of one of the other things that people in the comments you know, want to know is, you know, is Scott going to get you to Augusta and get your practice round tickets, something like that? Have you guys talked about that at all? Well, you know, well, that's, that's the good news. Yeah. We just Scott. There you go. He, oh, uh, hey. Yes. He's invited Jenny and I there and for dinner um, on his... Monday and then uh, to participate in the practice rounds. So. Oh, amazing. Oh, that's wow. awesome. Yeah. Since I've never, since we've never set foot on the hollowed ground, so yeah. this will be a nice Nice bucket list. Wow. Will you be able to yeah. caddy for him that Tuesday? Or? <laughs> I think that would be awesome. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this this is just starting out. I don't know what yeah. kind of legs it's going to grow. So yeah. it's, uh, we're just kind of waiting. He, he knows how to pick the club out of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. 
I would hope that Augusta would step in too and maybe extend your stay there. That would be nice too. If, if, but yeah. uh, that's, that that's nice. amazing. You're going to get to go and, yes. and have any time there. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Very, yeah. very we're cool. Excited. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Exciting. So now we're just trying to find a place to stay. There. We're, we're actually reaching out to people going, okay, what do we do now? Like, Right. How do, what, where do you stay? What do you do? Like, I mean, we we live in Atlanta. I guess we could take a four hour drive every day back and forth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a little much. But yeah, anyway, you got to talk to Chris. Chris is doing yep. a story on all the Airbnbs there. The scene. Oh, really? That's true. You're going to the St. Simon. Maybe we'll just see if anybody wants to do a swap. There you go. Do yeah, a swap. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard St. Simon's is kind of a spot people, that some of the players like to to stay in that week. As well, well, what's funny? They just it's had an RMS Classic yeah. down here, and yeah. I asked Scott if he played. He said I was down there. Was we here. were down here at the same time, so it's, it's like loud. maybe that had a mix up of of the invitation. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. So you. So let me ask you. Your name is Scott Stallings. You know Scott Stallings is a PJ Tour player, and yet you went. You like don't follow him if you go to a tournament just you've never tried to like no i i've if i him, but we've never been to like major golf tournaments yeah, yeah. so, so yeah, but at rsm you could rock you could walk right up to him and be like hey yeah we weren't we weren't it we wasn't on our agenda played, at the moment. Yeah. Gotcha. i didn't know he was playing so yeah. i'm okay. gonna say <laughs> out pretty quickly that when way. i say follow him i would say if there's a golf tournament on the weekend and i see that he's on there um, yeah, I watch it. And then a couple times when I've seen his, when they throw up his score, I'll take a picture of it without him in it. And then I'll post it on my Facebook, say, Hey, I'm there having- we go. Yeah. So, there we go. Well, I'm, yeah, amazed. A fun with that. I'm amazed too, that you said you left, you went out to some parties and you left the invitation in your home. I would have thought you would have been going around Showing it oh, all no, man. Man. Uh, no, <laughs> you knew what you had touch it i'm like yeah. don't wrinkle it i mean we, it we put it on the dining room table and said leave it there <laughs> Good, very smart. it's like it's a golden ticket yeah. you know right we don't want any smudges on it or anything else so yeah that's great wow but uh um, it sounds like a, you guys it sounds like you guys are on like a media tour right now it's kind of similar to winning the monday after winning the Masters. that's true yeah. you know well, we went to go play the lotto, so you know we're figuring our luck is pretty good right now. So, good. Um, but it, it has been a bit of media, media tour there. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's some like we were on GMA this morning. I was like, we we didn't even oh, talk wow. to them. They they just they just they pulled just, all this information together. Day for GMA. I'm like, wow. Friends woke up and were texting There's, us. Uh, just saw you on GMA. We're like, you do? <laughs> it's, it's a crazy story. But, you know, what's kind of cool is, this, you know, the first part of the year and opening up with this. I mean, this, I don't know how we beat, you know, how we outdo this one. Because That's it's, true. It's just a great, it, it is a great story. There was no intent behind it yeah. other than trying to get the invitation to the sure. other yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, you were trying, you were just trying to keep it quiet, and that's definitely not what happened. <laughs> you all did the right thing and sending it to him, you know, personally, and he's now doing the right thing and reciprocating. That's the cool thing about yeah. golf. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. We're, we're totally happy. Out. Yeah. Yeah. We love that. Love that. Well, so. Excellent. I know you guys have another uh, stop on that media tour you're just talking about. So <laughs> thank you for making time for us. And, uh, oh, absolutely. Man, enjoy Augusta. You, you all Thanks. will enjoy it. Um, hopefully sure. we'll see y'all there yeah, yeah sure we good. will so yeah awesome we thanks so that. much hopefully guys hopefully you'll nice. see us with scott stallings and jenny stallings <laughs> keep the story continuing I'm i bet we will
We have a prediction. Yeah, our prediction okay. is he's going to Scott Stallings is going to win the yeah. Masters. He's hey. the green jacket. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun talking to Scott, the other Scott Stallings. Um, man, we've got a lot going on in this show. Great time. But now it's time for our weekly NFL picks. These, these will be our last ones of the season, at least the way we're doing it. We'll obviously do a recap next week, season long. Uh, CP, I'm excited to hear what you have to say because I think I gained another game on the lead here, but I'll let you confirm this news for us. So Andy Lack, Andy Lack, take that. We're <laughs> picks at, the, at about the same clip. Not really, but anyway, go ahead. Well, that's the good news. We're all we're all over. Yeah, for Pick sure. It, right? So it's yeah. gonna. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a winning year for all three of us. Uh, but Myers did pull away a little bit here. Dolphins backdoored the plus three. The Giants with a dominant effort at home. That was a nice play. And then you were on the Bears who got walloped. Walloped. Um, I was on the Lions. That's a crossfire hit for me. So. You'll be betting my dart throw this okay. week, which is back tomorrow night. Everyone look out for that. Mm. But that puts Myers at 29, 21, and 1 on the year. That's first place for now. Steve was on the uh, Falcons minus 3, which got up to minus 6. They still did not cover against my man David Blau, Purdue Boilermaker legend. ELV, man. Damn it. Former Lion legend. Um, crossfire hit for me. I owed Steve one, so we just canceled that out, basically. Um, he was on the Texans, plus four. They got murdered, and the Packers was his only hit. That was an easy one. So Steve is 27 and 24, two games back, Myers. Alive. And Myers has the, the push that's probably going to push mm. him over the edge. Um, wait, wait. Yeah, so how does that work? Games behind. It's two. Well, and- yeah, you're, I guess you're one and a half back, Steve is. Oh, that's it? Mm, let's go. Or five. Or wait, two, wait, and wait. No, two and a half. Two and a half. <laughs> two and a half. Because it's, 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 I used to be a good math student. You're not going to believe that. I would not. We had like an early, like you'd have to show up. The teacher invited us in like eighth grade to show up at like 6 a.m. on like a Wednesday to do extra math problems because we were so smart and good at math. I was invited. Oh, no. I don't know what's happened since then, but I'm like, I can't even do basic like addition. It's really sad. (laughs) Too much time on Twitter. Too much time on Twitter. Too much time watching sports. Yeah. Too much beer. Yeah, math is weird. I used to be good at math too, but now I'm like, I'm horrendous. Just goes to show how pointless that was back in the day, too. Oh, yeah. I was, like, in the early, like, in kindergarten, I was one of two kids who could read, so I went to, like, advanced <laughs> shit. Same thing, all of elementary school. I was, like, one of the four, like, advanced people in our I thought you were being a, a dickhead. One of the two no. kids who could read in New Jersey. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't think you could read in, like, kindergarten, and I couldn't. You know, I couldn't. I was, I was raised the right way. Yeah, you so learn I, how to read in kindergarten, don't you? I went to the advanced reading class with like first graders. I was raised on Berenstein Bears. My dad reading us. Goat. Goat. Uh, I just deleted my. All right. So I went two and one. <laughs> what was my. Oh, no. Head on do. What was my loss? Oh, the Jets. The stinky, poopy yeah. Jets. Ooh. Oh, I crossfired on you. No, I didn't. I'm no. Sorry. I no. bet. I bet that game, actually. Nice. I so did I. I bet the Jets. Um, oh, I love I love Seattle, and that was my last. I was between 
I wish I, I want to say I was between the Bears and that, but I was actually between Giants and that, and I went Giants. So I would have I won the one anyway. But should have Bears. You were, know, revenge angle was was a good one. I'm okay, so let, so let's just yeah. nail this down here. I'm two and a half up on Steve, so I could just pick. I'm like, not. I'm not dead. What are you? 26, 24, and one. I have a push. So if I went three and zero oh and you went zero oh and three, we, we would tie. There's a way we all tie. Right. Wow. But, or no. But not to be a dick here, but if I just pick one game that's the same as either of you, then I would just win. Yeah. I mean, that would not be in the spirit of the game. I mean, you could do that. Charmin move, but yes. <laughs> Let's see what you what you guys pick. I'm sure I would have done the same thing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> correct. Either way, I have to go zero and three, and you guys both have to would have to go three and zero. Mm-hmm. So you're it's tied with Steve. No, I'm it's a half game back. Half game back. Oh, so you could tie me three and zero, zero and three. Steve could win if he goes three and zero, and I go zero and three. Technically. Oh, so, so my... CP, we should pick three different games so Myers can't like blockade both of us. Fair. There you go. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Handshake. And I'll obviously do that. Ooh, Myers pissed. And I think we're all going to be doing this live Bill O'Reilly style. I yeah. did not even. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, the NFL is just crazy times right now, obviously. Crazy um, times. And now we don't even know. Yeah. And then it, there's so many games where like teams, I mean. I know you're not, I mean, you're not allowed to say this, but like, yeah, I mean, I'm leading two fantasy leagues. and I don't know what to do. I'm the commissioner in one. I, yeah. you know, my. The guy I'm playing had my brother has Burrow and Chase and Dawson Knox. Like, oh technically God. could have come back. I don't know. It's really, yeah. I know that's not important. No, but, no, you're right. It's I don't know. I mean, it's like the, it was like the, one of the biggest games of the NFL season. So I I don't blame Skip Bayless. Like I thought that was like a pretty level headed take. Like everyone's thinking it. Yeah, Skip Bayless. <clears throat> I hate Skip Bayless, but yes. if you read his entire tweet. Yeah. It's like he was basically just saying, man, this is a really tough spot, but obviously the game seems irrelevant. It would just I think it's the like, most genuine thing Skip Bayless yeah. has ever said. And yeah. people are calling and him he gets killed. Well, it, in the town square. It's crazy. It's so easy to pile on Skip Bayless for yeah. anything. So. Right. It's just like. But uh, if you just read the first sentence of his tweet, you think he's saying, what are they doing? They got to play this game. And that's what everyone just like ran with it. Like, oh, how insensitive he is. Yeah. Again, I don't want to be caught defending Skip Bayless at all. Cancel Myers? I don't either, but I mean, it's like... Cancel Powers? I do think... But the same people people who are like... his tweet. That's all. The same people who are telling you, this is about the player, this is about the human, are using it to dunk on Skip Bayless. So it's like, Mm. is it about the player and, and praying that he doesn't die and lives? Or is it about dunking on Skip Bayless? Like everyone's just contradicts themselves constantly. It really annoys me. That's why I'm finding myself defending Skip Bayless. Yeah, it's it's tough, tough corner to be in. Tough corner. <laughs> um, but on anyway, that note. Anyway, I'll I'll man, I hate this is probably looking at the first thing bias, but oh just change too. I'm not gonna do it now. I was gonna do right. I gotta refresh just... things are things changing? Let me see. We're yeah. looking at draft. Oh, Kings, big Raiders right? just changed a half point. Raiders just changed. Wow. Oh yeah. Wow. Tough. They were getting eight now, getting seven and a half. Seven and a half. Oh man. I just don't oh, even know what won the division for, and I should have looked that up. Like who's locked into what? 
Does mm. Casey have the one seed, or is the or is the Bills thing in the no. mix here? Casey could lose and not have the one seed for sure. But what about with this Bills game? I don't know. I, I well, guess the unanswerable question. Yeah. yeah. At the moment. Tough. This is tough. I'll go with the Dolphins. Oh, that's what I was leaning there. Okay, go, go, go. And this is probably dumb. We just had an expert, Andy. You're supposed to bet on the team that played like trash the week before. That was the Jets. But, I mean, they just seem lost. I think they're going to, what are they, five-game losing streak? I don't, I didn't love what I saw from Mike White, obviously. Although I don't even know who's playing quarterback for the Dolphins. This is this is uh this is not a good week, but I'll stick with the Dolphins minus one. Uh, and I think the Dolphins can still get in somehow. I forget what the scenario is, but they're not dead. I don't think. Um, I'll go with the I'll go with the Giants getting fourteen. I haven't seen anything that anybody's sitting anyone. Um, I don't think the Giants have any right to sit anybody. You know, given where they were a year ago, I think they're cooking right now. They, sh- you know, don't act like you're a one seed. Act like you're the sixth seed who needs to stay, you know, in form, in rhythm. Like, I don't, I don't think Dable will sit anybody. I, I think, uh, I think everybody will play. And you know, maybe in the fourth quarter, people sit when when they're covering. I, I don't know. I, I just don't see him doing that. And then we'll go. I think the Lions are going to keep it really close. Um, I know uh, the Packers will win. I think they will get in and, and be dangerous. Um, but I don't think it's going to be a rollover. This Lions team is too talented, and, and I think it will be within the four-and-a-half number. So Miami, Giants, Detroit for me. Okay. All right, Steve, now you got to pick three other games on the fly. Yeah, so – now a little strategy between us Myers you know you should go in a corner or something can I crossfire you powers and that not screw us right is that a math problem because I'm not going to be able to answer oh you're Mr. 8th grade you know 6am math kid (laughs) I know I'm saying I I can't I don't even know what to say to that put on your big crossfire all three this is amazing No, no no just one of them just one I if you crossfired all three, Myers then has to like. I think I'm gonna go completely different. I think if <laughs> if I crossfired you, Myers could then take my side in one and one yep. in you, and then True. we're done. So okay, not going to. I would have picked the Packers, but I'm gonna go elsewhere. I'm gonna go Cowboys first, uh, giving five and a half on the road against the Commanders. They're officially out of it. Ron Rivera is. Uh, uh, didn't come off well after admitting he didn't know they could be eliminated. Now they are. So Dallas, they have a lot to play for um, with with the division there up for grabs. So giving five and a half. Um, then, mm, yeah, I'm going to stay away from uh, Bills and Patriots for obvious reasons. I'm going to go Denver. And I hate to do this because they've been very profitable to bet against, but they are getting three and a half at home against the Chargers, and I don't think the Chargers should be favored by more than three on the road against anyone, even the lowly Denver Broncos. Big discrepancy there uh, in terms of the the money versus the the bets, uh, big percentage of bets on the Chargers, but the money is coming in on Denver, so I'm going with Denver. 
Then I need one more here. Man, this is a steak dinner riding on all this. I got to I got to pick smart. This is huge. This, this is, is really, huge. This is huge. How often do you get to get a steak dinner paid for by your co-host? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe once a year. Yeah, uh, once a year. CP, he keeps talking about crossfires too. I think I have one in the bank against him. I believe so. I believe. Yeah. Okay. Wanted. It was. I think it was uh, Seahawks Niners Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was, we were saving it. Hey, anyway, I, I sorry. Just some housekeeping there. No, you allowed me to stall a little bit. I yeah. Just stall. That. Just stall. Scott stalling. Scott stalling. Same brain. Thanks. Um, man, I think I'm gonna go with San Fran. This is not sharp at all. This is as square as it gets. Uh giving 14 at home against Arizona, but David Blau, I mean, if I'm going to go down with the ship, I'm going to go down betting against David Blau again. So, um, yeah. Am I going to do that? Dig your own grave. Dig your own grave, Yost. Uh, (laughs) Great. Remember the Titans reference. Um, You know what? Audible. Seattle at home giving six and a half. I also don't love that, but... I mean, 14 points is a lot. So Seattle just has to win by a touchdown and they're in. So there you go. Seattle, Dallas, and Denver. Uh, I don't feel good about it. Next year, we should just do 17 weeks. This is brutal. Yeah, this 18th week is is pathetic. What a joke. Uh, it's It really is a joke. Um, okay, so Seattle... <laughs> So Wait, basically, who, Myers can knock one of us out of contention by crossfiring us. I, all right. I, I, yeah, I feel like I could knock both of you out, but we'll, we'll, you could. <laughs> could you could. I mean, I, the, Dolphins, the Dolphins is my number one pick. So I'm picking the Dolphins. So sorry, CP. Um, I got the Dolphins. Um, pro, by man, I can't believe I'm going to do this, but I think I'm going with um after they killed me last week i just i'm looking at the standing i don't see why the vikings i think the the niners are going to win obviously i don't think the vikings are can move up so i'm going to take the bears at home giving four and then my last pick i I had it circled down here i'm going back to to russ he's going to get it done in the last game of the year plus three and a half uh denver at home denver's been good to me that miracle comeback cover against the chiefs a few weeks ago is the only reason why I'm in first place right now. So I got to give Denver some props. So I'm cross-firing against no one here. I'm copying a couple of your picks, but again, these are picks Denver one. I might be kind of copying you still, but <laughs> the, the dolphins one, I definitely had as my number one. Um, so Denver dolphins and bears at home, Justin Fields. Can you win one game? For me, one time, uh, that that'd be nice. So that's the picks, guys. That was intense. I mean, that was like we spent a lot. Of, I think next year we might have to adjust because it does seem shady to like be able to block picks and this kind of strategy. Little we soft. should almost do like a blind pick kind of. Mm. Yeah. To be, to be fair, I did not pull that shit last week. Once I had the lead, I mm-hmm. you know I didn't sit on the ball there, and that and that's why I went up another game. So you know. You got to strike while the iron's hot. Yeah, um, maybe I I reveal them next year. 
Yeah, we send them to Greg, and Greg kind of <clears throat> yeah, like or that. keeps them yes. under the vest. Yes, yeah. we just slide them in to Greg, and yep. then we then we all say them on air, and we can't change them. Right. Yes, yep. that's the way to go, especially yep. down the stretch. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's been fun, and again, I mean, well done by everybody. I mean, we've really had a successful year. Now, I haven't been betting all these games, or of course, or I'd be I'd be up money. Um, but yeah. Um, speaking of which, any we I think we were going to give a New Year's resolution betting new year's resolution um does anybody have any they want to admit to doesn't have to be golf i'll kick it off i i kind of said it at one point last year i went on some rant and I, it's funny that i'm saying it now because cp came through with that brilliant first half under bet in the tcu michigan game but i i just i am my resolution is no more first half bets it is such a crapshoot we hit a first half under in a game where then there was like <laughs> 44 points scored in the third quarter. I mean, it's just pure luck. And I mean, it took, yeah, luck. it took total, a total miracle. Total yeah, miracle. Touchdown taken off the board. Yeah. <laughs> right. Touchdown yeah. taken off the board where the guy caught it and was rolled into the end zone for a touchdown. I know that was a touchdown. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Um, cause he, cause he bobbled it. The bobble like helped him. And then, yeah, we won. We, there was such a miracle win. So I, my resolution is no more first half bets of any kind. I sometimes do it because I'm an old man. I'm going to sleep and I'm like, well, let me just see who wins the first half type thing. But I get screwed on it every time I finally hit one. So I'm going out on top. No more first half bets. That's my resolution. I'll never again um, bet against a team who, whose coach just died um, as trying to be a, a sharp better because um, Mississippi state took that schoolyard oh. bullshit playback for a touchdown and it really felt like Mike Leach had come down from heaven to, to cover for, for Mississippi state. So never go against a, a team who's lost their coach. I might, I might have to do first half too, because that's, that's such dangerous, dangerous waters. I mean, that's um, just outrageous. It just, that game was so crazy yeah. to hit that first half. live dogs. I should probably stop doing. I'm a sucker for a live dog. Utah yesterday, last you night. and Bill speck, man, you and Bill speck. I told you. <laughs> I'm telling you, if anything, I know betting on take, comebacks, you should bet against the the live the the favorite. You should bet on the favorite, no matter what. In the set, I mean, seriously, they must because everybody wants to bet on the dog to come back, right. especially if it's the favorite before the game. Right, they all want them to come back and win more. Just win more. That's that's my resolution. There you go. Wow, that's a good one, Steve. Anything? Right. I, I have a few. Yeah, um, gonna keep it to golf here. I think. You got to stop doing the Wednesday night. Like you're sitting in bed. Mm-hmm. It's like 1030. Yep. You're yep. scrolling the odds like, oh, who am I going to do? First round leader, yada, yada, yada. No more of that. I don't think any of those bets hit. So that's out for me. I'm going to lock in my bets, you know, Wednesday afternoon at the latest. That's it. Um, I said last year, I'm going to keep track of all my bets. I probably stopped doing that in January, like all resolutions, you know, your, your old habits come back. So actually going to do that. I hope going to hold myself to that. And then my other resolution is you got a bit more of these placement bets. Andy Mm -hmm. is great at that. Um, CP did a number of those this year. And, you know, I I think you have to, um, you know, the outrights are so tough to, to hit any sharp golf better is going to tell you that's not how to make money. The way to make money is matchups. So I'm going to do a bunch more matchups and then top 10, top 20 market, top 40. Um, 
yeah, th- that's that's how you get some plus EV under yep. your name. So those are those are my three, I think, this year. I'd agree with all yep. of them. It's just tough. You want you know, golf. Know. The whole golf fun is, of golf is betting on, you know, the big number. You get four yep. days of entertainment. Of course. And when it does hit, you get the big payoff. Oof. Yeah. A so top true. 20 doesn't feel as good Sunday night as an outright, but yeah, right. Steve is Steve is correct. That's yeah. that's the only way to actually win. I'm not cutting out outrights altogether, but no, no more, ever. you know. Oh, this guy 201, Bill Haas. I yeah. can throw five. I know, I know. I was almost gonna say cut outright bets of anything over like 40 to one or something, especially because as we saw, what was it during the fall stretch? I mean, it's just favorite after mm-hmm. favorite winning. It's like you know, like you said, CP, when you hit that long shot, it's the, it's the greatest thing in the world, but it just, I mean, it happens like once every couple of years almost. I mean, it just, if you stack those base hits, they really, and if, and if you keep, right. And if you just keep it to like, you know, the guys who are 30 to one at, or 20 to 30 to one, you're just going to hit so many more winners than, you know, sure. You're going to have an 80 to one guy a shot off the lead going into the final round, but like, it's just, yeah. Yeah. All those, you know, $5, $9 long. Yeah. They add up. They add add up. Up. On the, on the 30 to one guy instead. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, good start to the year. Thanks again to, uh, to Andy Lack for joining us. Thanks again to the other Scott Stallings for joining us and his wife, Jenny. It was a lot of fun. Thank you, as always, for listening to us. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and uh, thanks again to our producer, Greg Gottfried, as well. So please uh, join us next week and uh, check back to see if we've already broken our New Year's resolutions. See you. We're going to owe Myers a dinner. Woo! You know what the best part about that? We'll talk about it next week. Is that I then I, I I can like convince Michelle like well I have to like go out for dinner yeah oh yeah it's paid for so it's paid it's for it how could anyone say no it's for work it's for content it's that's true yeah. so yeah we'll see. <laughs>